Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We're really excited to have you with us today. Maddie and I are sitting down to have a great conversation with y'all on this amazing new week that we have before us. Hopefully you guys are spending time with the Lord and seeking Him because that's the whole point of the podcast. We're Mm -hmm. trying to encourage you to seek Him more. Sometimes that looks different week to week, right? Like sometimes there are times where we're able to spend a lot of time in the Word in the mornings and, you know, it looks Instagram worthy Mm -hmm. if you get what I'm saying. (laughs) And there are other times where it's like you just pray the whole day and you're in conversation with the Lord because stuff is happening, chaos, you know, all the things that we have going on. And especially as we get into the holiday season, I feel like all of that just gets a little more crazy. Yeah. And so we just want to encourage you to seek after him this week, especially, but try to make that your mindset, especially as we go into this holiday season, that all that busyness and all the chaos and all the things that you need to check off your to-do list, those things can can wait because the most important thing is being with the Lord and growing and sharing him with others because this can be a really hard time for others. I know widows and different people who are struggling or who have experienced a lot of loss this year or the past couple years, this can be a really hard time for them. So we want to, as Christians, reach out and just make sure that we're being available and obedient to what the Lord has for us. Okay, so a little rant there. Just wanted to (laughs) encourage you and start our episode with that. But Maddie, catch us up on any new announcements, all that good stuff. Okay, so the primary thing I want to focus on today is downloads. We haven't Mm -hmm. talked about downloads in a little while. Y'all are downloading like crazy and you're doing such a great job and we appreciate it so much, like we always say. But you know, we can never say that enough. So we really appreciate that you guys download every week. Those of you who are Mm -hmm. consistent listeners, those of you who maybe have just joined recently, we really appreciate you guys downloading. If you haven't downloaded anything, it's super easy to do. You just click the download button next to the episode (laughs) and then you can listen to the podcast wherever you are Mm -hmm. at whatever time, whatever you're doing. And it's just really convenient for maybe the times where you don't have Wi-Fi or you just don't have Mm -hmm. a very good connection and it keeps, you know, stopping and pausing. And I know. Oh, that gets so irritating sometimes. So if you download, you can listen to our episodes wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And it's just a really convenient way to stay caught up on episodes, re-listen to some of your favorites. I know that some of our friends download like their absolute favorite mm-hmm. episodes and then they just listen to them like over and over again. And I'm like, I don't know how you aren't sick of us by now. But if you want to do that, that's great too. But we thank y'all for downloading and for just supporting our podcast. We are very grateful for that. And mm-hmm. it's just something that is an encouragement to us to continue recording, continue putting out episodes because we know that y'all are actually listening and we're getting feedback from y'all saying that you enjoy the podcast and that is just so exciting. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like some of our friends, people that we know will like text us or just comment like in conversation, oh, I was listening to your podcast this week and different things like that and I'm just like, you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like, I just can't believe that y'all come back every week and just continue to listen. So we're yeah. very grateful for that. And we're going to be putting out some really great mm-hmm. content and we've got some exciting things planned that we are excited to record and talk about and all that great stuff. Yes, yeah, some excellent topics coming to the podcast soon, especially for 
Christmas, y'all. Yes. You all know that we kind of go crazy for Christmas. <laughs> and, well, I guess it started last year. We started yeah. Vlogmas, and so we post a blog post on the blog every single day in, in December. And we still have to kind of talk about that because last year's plan was just to go until Christmas Day, and then we ended yeah. up going till the end of December because it was too good and we just couldn't stop. And <laughs> Mom and so I were we'll both see. like, we're good. We made it to Christmas. It's been days. difficult. But we made it, and then yeah. Dad and Lily were both like, no, we need to just do all of December. No, we Maybe we should even well. do some of January. Like, <laughs> why not? Let's just do the entire year. Why don't we? Do two months. Yeah, yeah. you can start off 2023, you know, with a blog post today. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. We won't go that crazy. Um, but our normal posting days on the blog, in case you're wondering, are Thursdays. So if you haven't been over there, if you haven't been on the blog at all, maybe this is your first time on the show, that's another resource that we have for you. So be sure to check that out. Okay, so let's get into this topic, Maddie. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about this one, as I say, every single week yeah. because it's all about Jesus. Isn't that surprising? Mm. It's yeah. all about the Lord. That's and I'm crazy. Just so, <laughs> so excited. Okay, so we were reading that story in uh, Luke 21. You all know, obviously, what I'm talking about, of course. It's the widow's gift. For the longest time, I have just absolutely loved the story because it shows the sacrifice and the dedication that we should have unto the Lord mm -hmm. and just how our hearts should long to give him all that we have, no matter our circumstances, no matter how we feel, no matter how we look. And I know that appearance is a really big thing in our culture now. You know, everybody yeah. wants to be dressing according to the latest trends. They want to look cool. They want to be in the cool crowd and all of these different things that really make us focus on the things that really don't matter, right? They're not going to last. They're not eternal things. They're just, oh, how did I look at church tonight? Or what kind of crowd am I hanging out with that people would say, oh, like that's, that's the cool crowd. You know, that's the crowd that you want to be in, but you probably mm -hmm. can't be in and that kind of thing. So we have a lot of that going on in our culture. And for our generation, Gen Z, we are very, very focused on appearance, very very yeah. focused on how we look, how we feel. Those are the two main things that mm -hmm. we care about. And we've been trained in that way because, I mean, what better way, really, if you were the enemy, what would you do to get people distracted from the Lord? you would get them to focus on themselves, right? Like this is the easiest thing that you can do. And we're already prone to doing that. We already mm -hmm. have that tendency within us, that natural tendency. We want to satisfy our flesh and it's really hard to beat that back and say, no, I'm going to live for the Lord and I'm going to, I'm going to sacrifice whatever I have to, whether it's my appearance and how I look in front of people or whether it's how I feel. Maybe I'm not so comfortable, but I'm going to do whatever it is for the Lord anyway. These are things that we have to learn and our generation desperately needs to mm -hmm. see this displayed in our culture. So if you're an older person listening, if you are a millennial listening, like we need folks to really show up in this area. And if you're a millennial, you're not old. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave her oh a look. I'm like, she's like, what? That you're not um, No, you know what I'm adults. saying. Just older than us. Okay. That's yeah. what I meant. We need that generation to show up and to show up in a real and radical way. I'm not saying that we need you to show up and be in the latest trendy skinny jeans. Okay. Yeah. Like we don't need that. Yeah. And we don't, we truly, if you get down to the heart of Gen Z <laughs> and our generation, we truly don't want that. Mm -mm. We may tell you that we do, 
because it's cool, it's trendy, it's the appearance deal that we're so wrapped up in in our culture. But deep down inside, what we really want is we just want to see people fully surrender to the Lord and living that out. And teach us how to do the same. So, back to Luke 21, okay? The end of Luke 20, Jesus is actually warning the people who are listening to him as well as his disciples to beware of the scribes, okay? So, the religious leaders, he's all about this, right? We see this all throughout his ministry and his life. He's constantly warning people against being religious, against being all wrapped up and caught up in the, I need to do this so that I look like this Mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Mentality. So, he says, this is Luke 20, verse 45. I'm going to start here and I'm going to read it. It says, while all the people were listening, he said to his disciples, beware of the scribes who want to go around in long robes and who love greetings in the marketplaces, the best seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and say long prayers just for show these will receive harsher judgment. Okay. So, pretty bold warning here. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not messing around. He's pretty bold in his uh, warning against the scribes. Well, chapter 21 of Luke starts out with the widow's gift, and I'm just going to read this to you, verses 1 through 4. He looked up and saw the rich dropping their offerings into the temple treasury. He also saw a poor widow dropping in two tiny coins. Truly, I tell you, he said, This poor widow has put in more than all of them. For all these people have put in gifts out of their surplus, but she, out of her poverty, has put in all she had to live on. I love this story because, again, it shows us her heart. It shows us what she's really about. It shows a completely different way of living Mm -hmm. compared to what he just said about the scribes. Like, it's totally a different contrast that we see Jesus making here. Mm-hmm. He's comparing the two, and they're completely different. And this is what I want us to get maybe out of this episode and just remember this week is that we have a tendency to be like the scribes. Mm-hmm. We want people to look at us and to admire us and to honor us and to glorify us because that's just what we naturally want. That's our flesh making itself known, okay? Making itself very evident in all that we're doing, whether Mm -hmm. it's in church, whether it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's at your Bible study group, like it doesn't matter. We all have to fight back this desire that we have to be known, to be seen in a selfish way, not in a way of I want to glorify the Lord and so I want to make my voice heard. I Mm -hmm. want to use that unto the Lord and I want to show others what it looks like to live wholly devoted to the Lord. That's a completely different thing than what we see going on here with the scribes. They are all about, what's it say? They're all about the greetings in the marketplaces. They want to go around in their long robes. They want the best seats in the synagogues. But Jesus says, they devour widows' houses and say long prayers just for show. He's giving us a pretty good example of what it looks like to be just religious, Mm -hmm. to not have a relationship with him. But then he sees this widow who comes in and drops two tiny coins. I love the description of that. Two tiny coins, because just think of the coins we have today, right? Mm -hmm. Two tiny coins, we immediately think that is nothing. I don't care if it's a quarter, if it's a dime, Like, Mm -hmm. no matter what coin it is, two tiny coins, we look at that and say, oh, that's not much. And yet Jesus says, truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all of them. For all these people have put in gifts out of their surplus, but she out of her poverty has put in all she had to live on. This is her giving 
absolutely everything to the Lord Mm -hmm. because she knows he's worthy. She doesn't care how she looks. She's coming in to the temple treasury, right? She's putting her two tiny coins into the temple treasury. As all of these people, you can just, you know, kind of envision it. All of these scribes and Pharisees and religious leaders and people who are way better off than her are coming in and putting so much money into the temple treasury. And it looks great. It's showy. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, look at me. I'm glorifying the Lord and he's pleased with this. We kind of talked about this the past couple weeks. But Jesus is not pleased with their gifts. He says that they're they're just giving out of the surplus, mm-hmm. right? They're not truly giving it because they care and they want to glorify God, but she is. And I just love that example. So here's what we wanted to talk about today. Our generation has a problem with thinking that we can come as we are, okay? Which I love that saying. I love it. I really do. And I'm not going to uh, beat that up, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we beat a lot of sayings up here on the podcast, and I'm not going to beat that one up because it's true. Come as you are. Jesus, so many different times, the people that he encounters and who come to him, they're coming as they are. There's no flashy thing except for the Pharisees and the scribes and stuff, of course, but these people who are coming to him who are desperate for miracles, who are desperate for healing, you know, I'm thinking of so many different, like the the centurion and the woman with the issue of blood and all of these people who are coming to him, they're coming as they are because they can't clean themselves up and they know this. Mm -hmm. And this is the gospel, right? We don't have to clean ourselves up in order to come to Christ. We need to come as we are because we are sinful and we can't handle our sin problem. And that is the beautiful thing about the gospel. Jesus doesn't care. He will take us as we are. But here's the thing. In our modern Christianity, we think that we can, you know, come to Jesus. We can come to church. We can have this religious experience and that we can leave unchanged. And we're just here to say and to have a discussion about this and to really just come to the conclusion, no, we can't. If you read the gospel, Jesus does not leave anyone unchanged. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on this, Mike? Well, I think all throughout scripture, you are constantly called to action. Like Mm -hmm. we are never called to complacency and we are never called to just sit back and have a religious experience. Like Jesus was actually preaching against Mm -hmm. that kind of thing, not against religion entirely. I think that religion is important because it teaches us to be reverent. It teaches Mm -hmm. us to hold traditions concerning Christianity. And there are lots of different religions, but we're just talking about Christianity right here, the only one that matters. Jesus never calls anyone to complacency. Like every time someone would come to him and ask for healing Mm -hmm. or ask to be his follower, he asked them to give up everything or to go and sin no more. Like he called for an actual change in their lives. So I think that, yeah, we've really gotten this mixed up Mm -hmm. where like, yes, we can come to Jesus with our mess, with our sin, with our craziness and our chaos, and he will fix it for us. But he only truly fixes it for us. Our lives only truly get better when we actually change because Mm -hmm. of that encounter. And it's not just some emotional experience. I think that this is where we get religion messed up because we give people this emotional experience Mm -hmm. and that's not where it's at. We think that's where it's at because you have this kind of like high Mm -hmm. of, you know, oh, we all cried together and we all hugged each other at the altar and it was great. But then like, what did you talk about the next day? And what did you do the next week? And like, how did it really change you? And I'm totally guilty of these things. Like I have emotional experiences and then it's just kind of like, oh, okay, you just move on. Mm -hmm. And 
it's like, that was really great. That's something that I'm going to look back on for years and years to come and say that that was an experience with Jesus. But like, how did it actually change my life? Right. You know, it just changed my emotions there for a minute. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we really need to address this in the church and in our modern day Christianity that yes, coming as you are, that is the whole entire gospel Mm -hmm. is about being able to come to Jesus and not having to go through all the rituals and go through the religious leaders and different things like that. It's about you and Jesus, you coming to him as you are. We're not disputing that at all because Mm -hmm. that is a fact. That is a fact of the gospel. But Jesus never, ever calls us to then go and be the same. Yeah, He always calls us to change, to become more like him, which Mm -hmm. is an active daily pursuit of change. Because like, constantly our humanity is going to creep up and Mm -hmm. we are going to want to do our own thing and we are going to want to go back to the sin that we brought to Jesus and we are not going to want to change because change is difficult and it's painful and it's really, really hard. But I think that when you have just this true, radical, real experience with Jesus, you you can't help but change. Yeah. I mean, all of the people who we see come and follow Jesus, you see this entire life change. You mm-hmm. see setbacks. You see the disciples cowering in fear after the crucifixion. You see people having setbacks, not doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But overall, and, and that's just our humanity. I'm not trying to necessarily justify that because that's something that we should not tolerate necessarily. Like yeah. we need to really just pursue Jesus with everything that we don't even have time to think about our own mm-hmm. humanity. And then ultimately the Lord will reward you for that and he will make your life fulfilling. And, you know, we talked about this a few weeks ago, but all throughout scripture, we see that yes, people come as they are. They come with their mess, they come with their sin, mm-hmm. but they never leave the same. They never leave simply healed. Right. They always leave completely different, Mm -hmm. a completely different person, a completely different mindset. And then they spend the rest of their life trying to pursue that. And it's a daily pursuit. It's not something that just happens. And you're just instantly changed and you just instantly have this great life where you never have to try and be different. But that's not what Christianity is about. I think that honestly, the beauty of Christianity is that we have second chances, but it is a constant process. Mm -hmm. It's not something that just happens and then you're done for the rest of your life. Like Christianity would be really boring if it was like that and scripture would be really boring if it was like that. And so I think that just like scripture is living and active, our spiritual change is meant to be living and active. It's meant Mm -hmm. to constantly be taking place because there are things in your life that you're going to think, oh, that's not a big deal. That's not bad. That's not sinful. That's not whatever. And maybe it's not, but maybe it's something that the Lord is calling you to lay down so that you can more fully focus on him, Mm -hmm. focus on the people around you, focus on actively changing every day. Yeah. So what you're kind of saying is that we want to come as we are, but we also want to leave as we are. Yeah. That's the problem because we want to have this experience with Jesus. We want to encounter him and his love, which is the only thing that will satisfy us. It's Mm -hmm. the only thing that will fulfill us. It's the only thing that can save us from our sin, Mm -hmm. his blood, what he did on the cross. That's the only thing. But we want to encounter that kind of love, but then we want to leave and go back to the same thing that we were doing right before. You know, we want to go back and be the same person that we were Mm -hmm. and we want to hang out with the same friends that we were and we want you know all these things you can't do that when you encounter the lord he changes you and you can't like maddie said you can't help that 
Like that's just when you have this radical experience with him and you love him and it's this daily sanctification process Mm -hmm. that he's taking us through. That's just what naturally happens. And so we need to allow that to happen. We need to come as we are, but we also need to realize that if we truly encounter Jesus, then we shouldn't leave as we came. That's the point of the gospel. God loves us too much to leave us unchanged. That is the point of his love and what he did on the cross. He doesn't want you to come and to encounter that and then go right back to your sin. Like, what is the point then? Mm -hmm. What is the point? And this is what we're doing. We're coming as we are, but then we're not reading our Bibles. We're not praying. We're not seeking the Lord's face daily, and we're not sharing it with others. And that's a huge thing. I don't know. That's something I've been thinking about recently is if we're not willing to share our faith with others because we think it's too embarrassing or we think it's too uncomfortable or we think they're going to think differently of us, you know, whatever it is that keeps you from sharing your faith with others, that's a problem. That's Mm -hmm. something that we really need to get over in the American church because when you when you have the come as you are but leave the same mindset, then nothing is going to change in your everyday life. And that's where church is at, right? Mm-hmm. We are the church. And so we have the Holy Spirit indwelling within us, reigning on our hearts. And that's how it should be. But then we don't do anything with that. Yeah. We don't we don't actually let him move us to share the gospel or to pray with someone or to read scripture and actually study it and absorb it and to let it transform our hearts and souls. And so that's just what I want to maybe challenge us with this week, especially Maddie and I's generation, this younger generation that we see. Do not fall into this lie that you can have this emotional experience without having a true life change and Mm -hmm. having your lifestyle totally flipped upside down by the gospel. That's how it was meant to be. And I think that, yeah, of, of course, you know, people looking at you differently and people who are going to treat you differently after you have that lifestyle change, those things are going to happen. You're going to be a little embarrassed and Mm -hmm. it's going to be uncomfortable. And that's what we don't tell people nowadays in the church. We don't tell them that once you have this true life change, other things are going to change too. You know, your friendships, relationships, if you're dating someone that you shouldn't be dating, like the Lord will convict you on that and the Lord will move you to something better. Even if you think that that's good, maybe he has something better for you. Mm -hmm. And so these are just a whole bunch of different real life examples that I'm just throwing out here that we think, well, if I'm truly following Jesus, like maybe that won't change. Yeah. We hope that it will just stay the same. Well, maybe not, you know, like Mm -hmm. if everything's changing and the Lord is truly working on your heart, then those things will probably change too. And that's what we're scared to tell people nowadays because it's like, well, then they won't accept Jesus and they won't truly follow him. Well, that's the cost, right? We have to count the cost. And is it not so much better to fully follow Jesus, knowing that you're pleasing him than pleasing others who truly don't care about the gospel, who truly don't Mm -hmm. care about what the Lord has to say in his word. Is it not better to please him and to glorify him above all else? In my opinion, it certainly is. Yeah, I think that we need to stop preaching a comfortable Christianity because like, do you think that Jesus was comfortable (laughs) during his crucifixion? Right. Do you really think that he was comfortable? Mm -hmm. And that is the 
cornerstone, the defining moment of Christianity. Mm -hmm. The defining moment of Christianity is built on uncomfortability and embarrassment Mm -hmm. and suffering and having all your friends walk away from you literally right yeah and it's just i just think i I just don't even know how we've gotten it so messed up because Mm -hmm. why does that seem so crazy to us Mm -hmm. but then you do see that the disciples were willing to change they were willing to lay down absolutely everything Mm -hmm. they had their moments where they didn't and where they denied Jesus and they left the crucifixion and Mm -hmm. all these different things. I mean, there was one person left at the crucifixion, a part of the 12, you know, and that's discouraging for lots of us who know that that's what the Christian life will look like a lot of times. The Mm -hmm. Christian life is not going to be easy and it's not going to be comfortable. But I think that when you really want to pursue Christianity, you really want to pursue Jesus, that's not as important to you. And I think that if people don't want to follow Jesus because they think it's going to be uncomfortable, then that's their decision. And Mm -hmm. if you had encouraged them to partake in any other kind of Christianity, that's just completely pointless. It's not like you're still getting them to be saved. It's just they get perks with it. Right. It's not really salvation. Mm -hmm. It's just... That experience. Yeah, it's just piety and just the emotional experience. So I think that as the American church, we really need to get our minds wrapped around like Christianity is built on pain and suffering Mm -hmm. and it's built on being uncomfortable. So we need to get used to that idea. We need to get Mm -hmm. used to that being our lifestyle. And I'm not saying it's going to be like that every moment of every day. There were happy moments in Jesus' life, I'm sure. But we should just be prepared Mm -hmm. for being uncomfortable, be prepared Mm -hmm. for suffering and pain. And it may not come. It may not Mm -hmm. be a super big thing in your life. You may be uncomfortable for a little while, and then like Lily said, the Lord will provide you with something better. The Lord Mm -hmm. does not call you to just worship this big dude in the sky and then suffer for him and be in pain all the time. Like There are rewards in the Christian life, and sometimes the pain may seem to outweigh that, but... I think that ultimately the Lord will reward your obedience to Mm -hmm. the suffering and the pain Mm -hmm. and will make it completely worth it. Mm -hmm. Because he enters into that. Mm -hmm. He experienced that suffering and that shame and that, you know, disappointment all on the cross. And Mm -hmm. and through his entire life, you know, he's trying to get these 12 guys to get it, to fully understand what he's come to do mm-hmm. and you just see them time and time again well jesus why you know why not this and why not yeah. do this and you know they have a totally different idea about who he is and what he's come to do and yet they still say over and over again yes you're you're the messiah you're the son of the living god but they don't get it and they don't understand that until they see the cross they see the empty tomb they see these things happen and then it clicks right? And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they don't have moments, right? That we keep saying, but, but they repent and they understand like, boy, I messed that one up. You know, do you really think that Peter just went on from denying the Lord three times and was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I came as I was, you know, the Lord knew that I would deny him. No, he repented over the fact that Mm -hmm. he had just denied his Lord three times and he changed. He had lifestyle change. Never did that again. Never did that again. In fact, he was crucified upside down because he said that he wasn't worthy to be crucified like his Lord was. Like, this is the the gospel. <laughs> this is what we should be willing to do for the gospel. We should be willing to sacrifice all that we are and all that we have for 
Jesus and for the kingdom because it matters more than anything else. And I love your point. I know I'm going long here, but I love your point about being prepared because how many people do we see have that salvation experience? And I'm not saying that they aren't saved. I'm not saying that at all, but how many people have that salvation experience and, you know, they're like all in, yes, let's go, but they haven't truly understood that they need to prepare for suffering and for disappointment and for friends walking away and for relationships that don't work out because it's not what God has for you. Like, these are things that we have to be prepared for or else we will never truly surrender ourselves to him fully because we'll always be like, well, why is this happening? Why am I suffering? Why am I in pain? Why is this? And those are all parts of the Christian life. It doesn't mean that Jesus is going to change your circumstances every single time and he's just going to make it all better and it's going to be, you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time. It probably won't be. The gospel And encountering it in the life of Christ truly means to live a life changed by him. He will change your heart if you let him. He will Mm -hmm. change your very soul. That matters more than anything. So instead of coming as we are and thinking that we can leave unchanged, realize that God loves you too much to leave you unchanged. He wants you to encounter him in a real and radical way and then live a life that you wouldn't have lived if not for him. Mm-hmm. All right. We hope this episode encouraged you or maybe convicted you. I know mm-hmm. that it's even convicted me. Sometimes we need that. About it. We need that yeah. conviction. You yeah, know? we do. And so if, if you were convicted, revel in it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> but then change because of it. Don't let the conviction pass and just, yeah. you know, remain dormant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to end this episode in prayer. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to just sit down and have this discussion to just talk about some of the different things that you've laid on our hearts. I pray that you would just help everyone listening to really to be convicted by the different things we've talked about today and to change because of that conviction, change because they have a real and radical experience with you. I pray that you would help us to move past just the simple emotional experience with you, that we would have that emotional experience, but that we would truly be changed because of it, that it wouldn't be a fleeting moment that we just look back on and say, oh yeah, that was good. And then we just continue to move past it, move past whatever you were trying to tell us, whatever you were trying to do in us. I pray that you would just help us to be truly and radically changed by the gospel and by your example. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for joining us and for listening in this week. We appreciate it. As we always say, remember to download this episode if you enjoyed it. If this is one that you want to go back and listen to, maybe share with a friend who also needs to hear it. And we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 